everybody. My name is Evan Wright, the host of the Every Topic podcast with Evan Wright. And um, episodes should be coming daily for season one, season two. The episodes for season two will probably come out all in one day. Po- not probably, possibly. There's a 50%, 50% chance, 50-50. Um, but season one, you can expect an episode daily for about 31 uh, episodes or 24 episodes. Like how TV shows are. So, I've made changes from last episode. I made sure everything with the mic. I put more protection on the mic. I'm going to make sure I'm not smacking the mic cord. I'm going to make sure I'm closer to the microphone. And also, I've realized my voice was very loud. Uh, I'm going to try not to move as much, like I said before. And my voice was very loud, so I'm going to try to make some changes for that. Now, I have three episodes planned for you. Um, One was about uh, President John F. Kennedy. And another one was, a, um, well, the one that I'm probably going to do today is reacting to Bleacher Report's ranking the top 25 NHL players playing in the 2020 postseason. This is by Carol Schramm on August 5th, 2020. I'll put the link to this in the description down below. And, um, yeah. Also, I'm not sure if I'm going to put the intro in there, but if I do, then uh, you like that new intro if you do. Uh, cool. Um, so without further ado, how about we get into this video? If I forget and end up being loud, so be it. I feel like some episodes I'm just going to be quiet, so it's not weird. But then sometimes I'll be loud enough just to make sure you can hear me. Um, or not quiet, so it's not weird. Quiet, so it's not, um, I don't know, just to improve the quality, I suppose. And so... That's what we're going to do today in another episode. And another episode was also trying out something way too late. It's a trend, but uh, I would be doing this way too late. I realized it was a trend. But that is, uh, you know that thing? What's it called? It's like Vanity Fair or something. It's their own, like, they interview, like, celebrities and did they do ASMR and whatnot. I don't even know what that is completely. Like, I've watched YouTubers react to it and give their opinions on it, but I still don't know what it is. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it's supposed to do. I have no idea. So that could be an episode if you guys want to see me cringe at that, then. I don't know. Get this episode to, like, 10. Get this episode to 10 likes within the next six episodes and i'll do an episode based on that i might just end up doing it but it'll be punishment for me so if you want to see me get punished just uh like the episodes of the podcast maybe consider following please and thank you and um without further ado let's get into this episode thank you very much as a matter of fact i'm going to review my intro for this episode make sure the quality isn't bad make sure i'm not being too quiet i'll see you in a little bit eh? Okay, well, like I said before, um, yeah, I I thought this over for a while, and you please like this, but until I get to 100 followers, I'm not going to react to this ASMR thing, because it's just punishment for me, and I don't want to be punished, I don't want to cringe, so I'm not going to watch that, because I don't want to, and if I did, I don't know if it would be on the podcast, or if it would be on YouTube, 
Uh, by the way, follow, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, please. The link for that will be in the description down below. Thank you very much. And so, um, yeah. So without further ado, let's get into this. A link to everything. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to... I just heard a noise. It sounded like a frog. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't a frog because I don't have frogs in my house. Um, so, yeah. Links to the song in the introduction. Links to the... Links to the article that I'm reviewing. Links to my YouTube channel. All that stuff will be in the description below. Also, I feel like I'm going to have a featured... Uh, featured video on YouTube or quote or just anything really. I'll just drop in there. Maybe a featured podcast that I follow. Uh, I'll probably put that in there. So thank you very much. But without further ado, let's get into it. I've already wasted uh, at least a tad bit too much of your time. And if you hear a noise, I need to plug in my computer. So if you hear a noise, then that's what that is. Yep, there it is. I don't know if you heard it or not, but that was the noise. So if you'll excuse me, I am going to dismiss this notification or close it. And then I'm going to stop this clip temporarily. And I will be back once again. Alright, alright, alright. That issue is fixed and that problem is solved. So without further ado, let's get into this. So numbers 25 through 21, I see Matthew Kachuk in the photo. And so at number 25, they put Jared Spurge, Spurgeon, Spurgeon, uh, defenseman for the Minnesota Wild at number 25. I have never watched him before. I'm going to watch his highlights, and I might even link his highlights in the description down below. Because I told you, I'm a new hockey fan, but you just wouldn't be able to tell because I just know a lot about hockey still. Um, he's 31 years old, apparently, and I've never once heard of him. Like, literally never once heard of him. It might be because he plays for the Wild. It might not be. Um, but it does say uh, playing in the postseason, so that makes sense. I don't know if they're ranking them based off their postseason performance, but I can also see the other players. So, on a team that's short on star power, to amen to that, the Edmonton native plays some of his best hockey at Rogers Place, where the Minnesota Wild are playing the Vancouver Canucks in preliminary round action. Oh, uh, yes, because the playoffs were very complicated and sophisticated. This year. So, uh, definitely. They, the Minnesota Wilders, they, they don't have any star power whatsoever. I don't even know how they're in the playoffs. They got good defense. They got a good goalkeeper. That's, that's carrying them. Shout out to Mount Dumba, Matt Dumba, uh, however you want to pronounce it. At number 24, Matthew Kachuk, left winger for the Calgary Flames, one of my favorite players in the league, except for the fact that he annoys everybody, because if there's one thing I hate, it's an annoying athlete. Um, or an athlete whose purpose in their sport is to be annoying. In Game 1 of the qualifying round series between the Calgary Flames and the Winnipeg Jets, Kachuk was at the center of controversy when Winnipeg coach Paul Maurice accused him of deliberately injuring Jets center Mark Shifley, 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 however you want to pronounce it, with a skate blade to the back of the leg. I did not even know about that. I mean, if he did, it, I'm going to have to review that footage. If Matthew Kachuk did do that, then, uh, hey, that's a problem. Uh, putting Matthew Kachuk at number 24, it's, uh, you know, it's, it works either way. Matthew Kachuk going at number 24, that works. He's either be in the top 20, he'd be either 20 to 15. He could be anywhere from 25 to 15, or his ranking from 24 to 15. 
And number 23, they put Taylor Hall, left wing, uh, for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, fun fact, Taylor Hall, I'm actually, I really like Taylor Hall. He's extremely good at his job, so he's one of my favorite players in the league. Uh, four days ago, I believe it was four days ago. Wait, um, Yep, four days ago, I was watching highlights, and I just randomly came across um, Taylor Hall uh, highlights and his Hart Trophy uh, winning season. So I just watched that, and so that was pretty cool. It's pretty good, and after that, I was a fan. As a matter of fact, oh, my bad. I forgot reading the rest of the Matthew Kachuk part. Kachuk pled innocence, but history shows he is at his best when he plays on the edge and is effective at throwing opponents off their game when he does so. He also he al- He's also no slouch offensively. He led the Flames in regular season scoring with 61 points in 69 games. That's crazy. Uh, but for Taylor Hall, oh, see, they pointed out right here. Hall won the Hart Trophy as the NHL's most valuable player in 2017 to 2018, but the but the 2010 first overall draft pick had just five career playoff games on his 10-season resume before this summer. Uh, yeah, because he played against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round, 2017 to 2018, and so I'm pretty sure the Lightning won. <clears throat> I forgot, honestly. Hall is known as a lucky charm for the draft lottery, but this year the impending unrestricted free agent would love to show he can be a playoff game-breaker, too. He got off to a good start with two assists in Arizona's 4-3 win over the Nashville Predators in Game 1, the Coyotes' first, sort of, postseason win since 2011-2012. to I don't know what they mean by kind of, so I'm just going to guess that they mean that the Coyotes got cheated at some point. I can see... Uh, somebody at number 21, and by somebody, I mean a hockey player who plays on Tide for my favorite team. Uh, you know, my favorite teams are the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that player is sitting at number 21. He's one of my favorite players in the league. He's also a fellow American, um, one of my favorite, absolute favorite players in the league for multiple reasons, um, but... We're going to wait. We're going to go through number two. And number 22, it's Justin Huberdeau, left wing for the Florida Panthers. I can see that. That that makes sense. Uh, I don't really watch just Jonathan Huberdeau's highlights, but seeing him at number two, 22, uh, I, I know enough to be like, that's that's good. Over the past two seasons, Huberdeau has established himself as a top scorer. He, has, he also scored the Florida Panthers' only goal in their series opening loss to the, New, to the New York Islanders. I was about to say New England Patriots. To the New York Islanders and added an assist in Game 2. That's pretty good. The Islanders are a tight defensive team. Amen to that as well. So offensive opportunities are at a premium in this series. The Panthers are already in a 2-0 hole, but their best chance to advance lies with the blade of Justin Huberdeau's stick. And number 21, none other than Toronto Maple Leafs. yes. He's a forward for the Toronto Maple Leafs of the National Hockey League. Um, if you if if you don't know who I'm talking about, which you probably don't, because I just said forward, it could be somebody. Who matter of fact, he's 23 years old. And saying that is also very unspecific. So I'm either talking about Mitch Marner or I'm talking about Austin Matthews. Matter of fact, how old is Morgan Riley? Okay, 26. So you're thinking I could either be talking about Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews. They say, huh, well, Mitch Marner is uh, kind of overrated, eh? And so it makes sense they could put him in number 21. Mitch Marner is also one of my favorite players because I feel like my play style is extremely similar to his. But no, it was Austin Matthews. 
the great Austin Matthews, they put him at number 21. So if Mitch Marner is on this list, which he should be, that means he's going to be higher than Austin Matthews, which he definitely should not be. And number 21, Austin Matthews, centerman for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Matthews' 47 goals and 80 points in the season were both career highs, and that goal total ranked him third in the league when the season was paused. Yeah, uh, wasn't it Pasternak had 47? No, Pasternak had 48 goals. Somebody else had, no, Ovechkin had like 48 goals too. And then Matthews had 47. Despite leading his team with six shots in Game 1 against the Columbus Blue Jackets, Matthews and the Maple Leafs suffered a power, a power outage. He got the scoring started and added an assist Tuesday when the Leafs evened the series with a 3-0 win. Numbers 20-16, Artemi Panarin is in the photo here, which means that they're also putting Artemi Panarin in 20-16, which is just messed up. That's completely messed up. Okay, and they put him at number 20 specifically. Artemi Panarin, left wing for the New York Rangers. The Russian winger's debut on Broadway this season was a smashing success, good enough for him to be named a Hart Trophy finalist after his career-high 95-point season. Panarin has helped kick the New York Rangers' rebuild into high gear, and the 28-year-old is still getting better. Too bad the Rangers were overmatched against the Carolina Hurricanes in the qualifying round. At number 19, I can see number 18. This is just getting offensive. Speaking of which... I came across two lists ranking the top NHL players of all time. One of them, I think, was also by Bleacher Report. It, Bleacher Report. It was the worst list I've ever seen. I was like, I'm not reacting to this. I saw the first one, and it sucked. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to see it the second one, see if they can redeem themselves. And they did not. So I was like, you know what? They already messed up once. I'm going to go a third time. They sucked. So I'm like, I'm not going to read this, so I'm just going to see the list. Apparently, Wayne Gretzky isn't the greatest hockey player of all time, and if you say he isn't on your list, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reading your list. Like, I'm not. And, um, also, other than that, it was just trash. They put, they said Gordie Howe was the GOAT, and if Wayne Gretzky, if you're not gonna call Wayne Gretzky the greatest hockey player of all time, yes, you should be calling Gordie Howe the greatest hockey player of all time. That's easy. That's extremely easy. Um, but Mario Lemieux was at number four, and Bobby Orr was at number three, and they said Dominic Hasek, Nicholas Lindstrom, Terry Sawchuk. They said players like that almost made the list. What do you mean? Terry Sawchuk almost making the list? That's an abomination. That's an abomination of hockey lists. That was the worst list I've ever seen. The honorable mentions were horrible. The actual rankings were also horrible. I can't tell which one was worse. They put Dominic Hasek in the honorable mentions. That's arguable. I mean, it was just a dumpster fire. <sighs> well, at number 19, they put Elias Pettersson. So, Elias Pettersson, my boy, Petey. Um, yeah. Let's read this. Oh. I just hit the mic. Let me plug this back in. My bad, I thought that got unplugged, so I had to plug it back in. But at number 19, Elias Pettersson, Petey, uh, center for the Vancouver Canucks. Along with exciting young teammates Quinn Hughes and Brock Baser, the sensational Swedish sophomore is the engine driving the Canucks' return to respectability. After winning the 2019 Calder Trophy as Rookie of the Year and thrilling Canucks fans with his sharp shooting goal scoring, Pettersson increased his commitment to the two-way game to, to his two-way game in his second season without sacrificing offense. In three fewer games this season, he finished with 66 points, the same total as his Calder-winning debut. Only 66 points? Well, with some players, some players, like, have better stats, 
and that's why they're the greatest of all time, like Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky's the GOAT because of his stats. Some players just win all the time, that's why they're the GOAT, but if it wasn't about winning, they wouldn't be the GOAT like Tom Brady. Regardless of Tom Brady's rings, Aaron Rodgers is still the GOAT, but Tom Brady, people say he's the GOAT, so we're going to use him as an example in this time. And then some players are just completely better than everybody else, like um Michael Jordan. Yeah, like Michael Jordan. So, well, it's also about winning for Michael Jordan. I don't know. But let's say, let's use an example. Matter of fact, I don't know any other sports to use as an example. So, you know what I mean. The Wild worked hard to contain Pedersen in the first game of the team's qualifying round series. He didn't hit the score sheet, but showed he won't back down. I wouldn't expect him to. It was only the first game of the um, round. So, I wouldn't expect any great players to score in the very first game because I don't know what it is but it's always the great players that don't score as often as you would think because hockey is indeed very hard at number 18 Tyler Sagan center for the Dallas Stars Sagan has been known for his fun-loving approach to life but the 28 year old has shown a newfound maturity both on and off the ice consistently one of the league's top point producers Sagan and his stars powered through a mid-season coaching change and are sitting pretty as one of the Western Conference round-robin teams awaiting the beginning of the real playoffs. Another disrespectful one is number 17, a Hart Trophy contender, Roman Yossi, defenseman for the Nashville Predators. Sorry, I hit the mic. I just realized I've been shaking the mic this whole time. Matter of fact, let me review the footage. I'll be back. So, after adjustments have been made, um, at number 17, Roman Yossi, defenseman for the Nashville Predators. Nashville Predators captain led his team in average ice time and points this season. For his efforts, he was named a finalist for the Norris Trophy and for the Hart Trophy, but we're just not going to say anything about that, are we? Oh, wait, no, he wasn't a Hart Trophy contender. No, what what award was he a contender for? I feel like he was a contender for some award. For the Hart Trophy, I'm pretty sure it was, um, for the Hart Trophy, I, I think it was Nathan McKinnon. It was Nathan McKinnon. Ted Lindsay Award. For the Ted Lindsay Award, the nominees were also Leon Dreisaitl, Artemi Panarin, and Nathan McKinnon. Okay, then. Well. Alright, well. Um, I kind of messed that up. So, yeah. Since joining the NHL in 1998 as a smaller market team that was short on scoring talent under the old, less generous expansion team rules, true, the Predators roster has been built around defense. For years, Shea Weber ran the blue line. Now that role and the captaincy belongs to Yossi. He's a, di- he's a difference maker in all situations and the second highest scoring player to come out of Switzerland. Second highest? Who's, the, who's number one? I'm look. Highest scoring player from Switzerland NHL. Mark Strait? Mark Strait? Something like that. Okay. I don't know what this is. Alright. At number 16, my boy, Vladimir Tarasenko, right winger for the St. Louis Blues. Okay, I can already see the photo, numbers 15 through 11, and Leon Dreisaitl is there. So So Leon Dreisaitl is probably going to be at number 15 or 14 or 13. Leon Dreisaitl should be top 10. If you disagree, you could not be more wrong. 
After scoring 11 playoff goals with, with the Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues last spring, Tarasenko was on a point-per-game pace in October when his regular season was cut short after just 10 games. He spent the last nine months recovering from shoulder surgery while the Blues showed no sign of a Stanley Cup hangover. They were first in the Western Conference when the season was paused in March and now have their top sniper back in the fold at full health as the playoffs begin. Numbers 15 through 11, okay. I I really want to quit reading this right now, but I'm not going to, just for the sake of your enjoyment. Also, because you get to see me go through this pain of reading this list. Not only did they put Dry Saddle in only 15 through 11, they put him at number 15, which means they put Carey Price ahead of him, because I can see Carey Price right here. Number 15, Leon Dreisaitl, center, Edmonton Oilers. The big German bested teammate Connor McDavid to win his first NHL scoring title this season by a massive margin of 13 points. It's not that massive of a margin. Dreisaitl also showed he has the chops to succeed in the NHL's toughest postseason three years ago when he put up 16 points in 13 playoff games before the Oilers fell to the Anaheim Ducks in Game 7 of the second round. McDavid has grabbed the spotlight for the Oilers so far on their series against the Chicago Blackhawks, but don't sleep on Dreisaitl. The 24-year-old has enough talent to break games open on his own. And number 14, they put Carey Price, uh, goalkeeper Montreal. Can okay, all right. Um, I don't know if they're ranking players for the playoffs or so or so far. I don't know if they're ranking players based on how good they've done so far in the playoffs. Like at the point this was made. I don't know if they're ranking them based on their playoffs performance or whether it was their regular season performance. Because if it was their regular season performance, there's no way Cam Atkinson is going ahead of anybody on the list for the best players this year. Artemi Panarin, Leon Dreisaitl, um, Matthew Kachuk even, Carey Price even, Tyler Sagan, Roman Yossi, Vladimir Tar... Okay, I get that. Elias Pettersson? Like, are you really Austin Matthews, no less? And let's not forget they put him at number... Um, uh, what was it? They put Austin Matthews at number 21. And as a matter of fact, I accidentally scrolled down. I can see number 12, and number 12 is Dominic Kubalik. Kubalik. So I'm pretty sure they're ranking players on the playoffs now. Because there's no way you can rank Dominic Kubalik. Um, there's no way you can rank Dominic Kubalik above a bunch of players. And he had like five points in one game, so it makes sense if it was just the playoffs. And number 14, Carey Price, goaltender, Montreal Canadiens. When the NHL announced its 2014 summer postseason format, some said the Montreal Canadiens didn't belong in the tournament with their, five, with their 500 regular season record. But the big concern was not so much that the Canadiens wouldn't be a suitably challenging qualifying round opponent for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Folks were more worried 2015 Hart Trophy winner Carey Price could get hot enough to steal the series from a proper Stanley Cup contender. Pittsburgh is not crazy about this matchup, and Price was a big reason players fought against the opening round being a best of three, wrote Elliot Friedman, Friedman it's Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet. Shout out to Sportsnet, by the way. So far, Price has done just that, backstopping the Habs to a game one win and posting a .947 save percentage. Wow, that's that's okay. Through his team's first two games, as expected, Price is indeed the X-Factor in this series. At number 13, they put Cam Atkinson, right wing Columbus Blue Jackets. Last season, the Columbus Blue Jackets won their first playoff series in franchise history in stunning style, sweeping the league-leading Tampa Bay Lightning 
following a 41-goal regular season in 2018-2019. Wow. Winger Cam Atkinson added another 8 points in the Jackets' 10 playoff games. This year, an ankle injury limited Atkinson to just 44 regular season games, but he appeared to be back to full fitness with a goal and an assist in the Blue Jackets' series opening win against Toronto on Sunday. Um... Okay. Alright. I'm gonna give them this. I'm gonna give them this. Because based on this, Cam Atkinson was doing pretty good. He was doing pretty good. Um, and also, Leon Dreisaitl, that man put up 110 points. It's disrespectful to put him at number 15, even in the playoffs. But Connor McDavid, they're putting him way higher. Dominique Kubalik, left winger, Chicago Blackhawks. In his first in his first round of North American hockey, Dominic Kubalik led all rookies with 30 goals, highlighted by 10 goals in 10 games during January. That's very good. The 24-year-old was named a finalist for the Calder Trophy. Then he made postseason hockey look his look easy when he became the first player in NHL history to record five points during his playoff debut as the underdog Chicago Blackhawks done the Edmonton Oilers on Saturday. The Oilers held Kubalik off the score sheet in, in Game 2, but he has announced himself as a player to watch this summer. At number 11, Kerry Hart, goaltender for the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, this Yeah, this like I said before, this, is, this has to be the playoffs. It has been 45 years since the Philadelphia Flyers won the Stanley Cup, and with rare exceptions. They've struggled with goaltending for most of that time. That's now changing as sophomore Carter Hart looks poised to provide uh, quality net minding behind an impressive group that took a big step forward under new coach Elaine Vigneault this season. I don't know. Hart's unflappable nature is perfect for the playoff pressure cooker, which which, which he demonstrated as he made 34 saves in the Flyers' opening 4-1 round-robin win over the Boston Bruins on Sunday. He'll celebrate his his 22nd birthday, during the Flyers' first-round playoff series on August 13th. Well, uh, happy belated birthday to Carter Hart. All right, number 10. All right, numbers 10 through 6. I'm scared. They put Pasternak in the photo. Pasta, okay, bet. And at number 10, they put Mark Stone. All right, uh, this has to be playoffs. Okay, I see number 9. I'm not even going to say anything. At number 10, they put Mark Stone, right winger for the Vegas Golden Knights. One of the best two-way players in the game, Mark Stone was on his way to a career year offensively when the season was paused in March. The Vegas Golden Knights found their mojo after Peter DeBoer placed Gerard Gallant behind the bench or Gallant behind the bench in January, and they earned a second Pacific Division title in the franchise's three-year existence. Wow. Pretty cool. Stone's goal Monday helped ignite a four-goal comeback for the Golden Knights in the third period of their round-robin game against the Dallas Stars. It's clear that he and his team are not taking these warm-up games lightly. Sure. Number 99, none other than the Carolina Hurricanes' own Andrei Svechnikov. I also see number 8. Uh, Andrei Svechnikov, right-winger, Carolina Hurricanes. He dazzled us with his lacrosse-style goals earlier in the season and is fueling the Carolina offense in the Hurricanes' qualifying round series against the New York Rangers. Last year, Svechnikov got a crash, got a crash course in heavy playoff hockey. This year, he's thriving. The 20-year-old Russian scored a hat trick in the Hurricanes' 4-1 win over the Rangers on Monday as the Hurricanes went up 2-0 in the series. At number 8, they put Jonathan Taves, center, Chicago Blackhawks. I also see number 7. It's so hard to try and make sure that you're not missing out on anything and you already have it scrolled to see what you need to read 
without seeing um, another player and seeing their rankings. The Chicago Blackhawks have fallen outside the realm of Stanley Cup contenders over the past few years, but don't sleep on Jonathan Taves. Also, putting him at number eight, I don't know, but I don't know. Jonathan Taves has a, uh, yeah, he's gotten a little rusty recently. I'm sorry, but he not not rusty, but he's definitely not nearly as good as he ever was before. Uh, but don't sleep on Jonathan Taves as a potential difference maker. Now a grizzled 32-year-old veteran, true that. The Chicago Bla- the Chicago captain has three Stanley Cup rings and 130 games of postseason experience. He knows exactly how valuable this opportunity is to his team after it finished 12th in the Western Conference standings. Taves picked up three points in Chicago's Game 1 win against the Edmonton Oilers. Expect him to lead the charge emotionally as the Hawks try to upset the... Who is this? As the Hawks try to upset their fifth-ranked opponent. And I also saw number six. Now, number six, I can understand. Uh, I kind of. At number seven, they put David Pasternak. I completely agree with this one. At number seven, Pasternak, that makes complete sense to me. I actually made a list a long time ago of the top players, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, David Pasternak was number seven on my list. So, right-winger, Boston Bruins. His 48 goals this season were a career high and earned him a share of the 2020 Rocket Richard Trophy along with nine-time goal-scoring leader Alex Ovechkin. What did I tell you? Pasternak shares Ovechkin's nose for the net and also his pure ex-exuberance. I don't know. I, Of course they decide they're going to put in one of the few words I don't know in here. When the puck ripples the twine. Pasternak's return to the Bruins lineup could have gone more smoothly as the NHL moved into its restart phase. It remains to be seen whether he'll be able to recapture the mojo that had him playing so well during the regular season, but don't count him out. And number seven, I mean, at number six, they put the Vezina Trophy winner of 2020. Uh, do you know who that is? If you don't, it was Winnipeg Jets goaltender Connor Hellybuck. Uh, after the Winnipeg Jets lost four of their starting defensemen, during the 2019 offseason, the club leaned harder than ever on its all-star goaltender this year, and it worked. The Jets moved up from 15th to 12th in goals during the regular season. Connor Hellyabuck led the league in uh, in goals against during the play- during the regular season. Wow. Connor, well, Connor Hellyabuck led the league in games played and shots faced, and he was named a Vezina Trophy finalist for the second time in his career. At this point, he won it because this article was made was made by Carol Schramm of Bleacher Report of Bleacher Report on August fifth, two thousand twenty. Uh, in Game One of their qualifying round series against Calgary, the Jets lost key offensive players Mark Shafley and Patrick Laine to injury. If Winnipeg's scoring sputters, strong play from Hellyabuck will be more crucial. Uh, than ever to the Jets' potential chance to advance. I don't know if that was supposed to be a rhyme. And number five, I haven't seen number five yet. This is number five th- through three, and I see Connor McDavid here. So Connor McDavid's not going at number one as long as he doesn't go at number five. Okay, Nikita Kucherov is at number five. All right, Nikita Kucherov, right wing, Tampa Bay Lightning. His 128-point year in 2018 to 2019 won him the scoring title and the Hart Trophy. This year, he was on track to hit triple digits again, but the big goal for the Tampa Bay Lightning will be playoff success. That's funny, because this is before they won the Stanley Cup. Last year's first-round sweep left a scar, especially for Kucherov, typically a point-per-game playoff performer who managed just two assists in three games and missed one game because of a suspension in 2019. Uh, yeah. He's one of the league's top talents... 
but he has and he has something to prove. Keep an eye on him when the official first round begins next week. And number four, they have Nathan McKinnon. Uh, Nathan McKinnon could be higher. Okay, crap. I see number three now. Uh, Nathan McKinnon could be higher, but, you know, it is what it is, I suppose. And number four, Nathan McKinnon, center Colorado Avalanche. Nathan McKinnon doesn't turn 25 until September, but he's already more than halfway to 1,000 NHL games played. This season, he's a finalist for the Hart Trophy for the second time in his career. On the Colorado Avalanche, McKinnon is surrounded by an impressive but under-the-radar group of teammates, like Nazem Kadri, Gabriel Landeskog, Nico Rantanen, Kale McCarr, uh, Tyson Berry. I'm throwing these names in here, by the way. Uh, Philip Grubauer. Uh, Philip Grubauer, apparently he's not as good as I thought. Um, so, okay. On the Colorado Avalanche, McKinnon is surrounded by... Oh, I already read this. The Avs put the NHL on notice last season by winning their first playoff series since 2008. Yeah. Since 2008, I didn't know that. Forsberg, Peter Forsberg, I don't think he played for the Avalanche in 2008. That's crazy. Like I said, Peter Forsberg is one of my favorite players in NHL history, by the way. Maybe my favorite. They're looking for even bigger things this summer. Now, Connor McDavid is at, is at number three, so I don't know who's at number two or number one, but I'm not going to spoil it. So I'm going to go little by little to try and find uh, the whole page. So I now have the whole page. Uh, number three, Connor McDavid, centerman. Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl seized the spotlight in Edmonton this season, but two-time scoring champ Connor McDavid sat second in the NHL when the league was paused with 97 points in just 64 games. I didn't even know that. Are you serious? He had nine. He if he had 97 points in 64 games, he would have had like that season. Scoring 97 points in 64 games is like Gretzky scoring 200 points in 82 games. Like, I, it's crazy. Leon Dreisettle sees... Oh, I already read that. Um, Connor McDavid sat second in the league when the... When... Sat second in the NHL when the league was paused with 97 points in just 64 games after spending the, enti- the entire 2019 offseason rehabbing a serious knee injury. Also, McDavid did... Uh, he did miss some games. I'm saying, oh, way too much. McDavid's speed and skill with the puck are undeniable, but team leaders in Canadian markets are often criticized and scrutinized until they can deliver postseason success. After a rough outing in Game 1 against Chicago, McDavid temporarily silenced his critics on Monday with his first career postseason hat-trick as part of an impressive Oilers win. Watch for more big things from this talented and determined leader. Let me just say, Connor McDavid, his speed is... I... I don't know how to put it to you. His, he's fast. Like, he is incredibly, insanely, unnecessarily, supremely fast. Not supremely fast, but just incredibly fast. Spectacularly fast. Fantastically fast. It is insane. Insanely fast. And number two. Alright, let's reveal this together. And number two. Brace yourself. Now I got an advertisement. I got an advertisement. They're trying to get me to travel to Ireland. Numbers two and one. I see Sidney Crosby at numbers two and one. Oh my gosh. They're going to put Ovechkin and Crosby here, aren't they? I don't think Crosby even played in the playoffs. So that means they might be talking about the regular season. Oh no, because they could be talking about round robin, I think. But the Penguins still left early. So Ovechkin is at number two, which means Crosby's at number one. Okay, I'm confused. Is this the regular season or no? Because if it's the regular season, this is the worst list I've ever seen. If this is the playoffs... This is still a pretty, this is still not the best list, not even anywhere close of all NHL lists about the 2020 season. 
And number two, it's Alexander Ovechkin, right wing for the Washington Capitals. Everybody knows Ovi. Uh, uh, we might pass Gretzky. Uh, I mean, if he does, great for him. If he doesn't, I don't know. Great for Gretzky fans. Because I'm pretty sure Gretzky said he wanted Ovechkin to pass him. Because Wayne Gretzky is a good person. And number two, Alex Ovechkin, right wing, Washington Capitals. I know I said that before, though. In 2018, Alex Ovechkin and his teammates celebrated their Stanley Cup championship like we'd never seen before and made it clear they're hungry for more. Now 34, now he's 35, Ovechkin's pure goal-scoring skill is proving to be unlike anything we've ever seen in the NHL, prolific and sustained. This week, the Caps showed they're not, they're not easing into their postseason with their, with their fury, fiery round-robin debut against the Tampa Bay Lightning. You can pronounce it however you want to. Um, I say fury, though. The round-robin teams may be flying under the radar a bit as the playoffs kick off. Sleep on Ovechkin and the Capitals at your peril. Uh, yeah, they... they thank you for pointing that out. But, um, yeah. Also, uh, happy belated birthday to Alex Ovechkin. Birthday, September 17th, 1985 in Moscow, Russia. Number one, Sidney Crosby, centerman for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It has been nearly 15 years since the Sid versus Ovi debate began when both rookies made their NHL debuts in the fall of 2005. The rivalry still has juice, maybe not, maybe not so much mano y mano, but definitely when it comes to the legacies the two will leave behind when all is said and done. That's correct. Them playing against each other? Nah. But just them playing, period? Yeah. For now, Crosby's three Stanley Cups put him ahead of Ovechkin's one, and Sid showed once again why he's the best when he took the offensive lead for his Pittsburgh Penguins in Game 2 against Carey Price and the Montreal Canadiens. For the first time in his life, Crosby will be playing playoff hockey on his birthday when he suits up for Game 4 of the Penguins' preliminary round series Friday. He's still the best in the game, so don't be surprised if he ends up gifting Penns fans with a win that night. He is not still the best of the game. Um, that's obvious. Shame on you for thinking that. Shame on you. But anyways, that was it. That's it. That's all for this episode. I'm going to record another episode today. Maybe another episode after that. The next episode will probably be about something different or I'm just going to do research on other topics because it is the Every Topic Podcast. I have not forgotten that. And I might just do sports until I can remember. But episodes, there will at least be one episode a day. And so unless I post like four or five episodes a day, then I just might not upload one day because I think four or five episodes is enough if I'm supposed to upload at least once a day. So thank you for your time. Uh, Links will be down in the description. All the good, important links will be down in the description. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Uh, Please consider following, liking if you want to. If you don't, perfect, like perfectly fine. If you do, also perfect perfectly fine so thank you for your time and until next time peace out fellas also cue the outro